Listener Production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I saw someone predicting on Twitter that very, very soon there's going to be mask mandates and return to work from home uh, suggestions. And it feels like they're there's a little bit it. happening, isn't there? Yeah, they're recommending it. Another big boom and stuff. I don't think they're going to do a lockdown. So what's I'm, what's going to happen? I'm for it. I was wearing my mask around the shops the other day. I still, I like it. You know, I don't mind it. I don't know why we want everyone else's globules. I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Also, working from home, still great. <laughs> TGIWFH. That's all I have to say about that. Or this time. Because whilst the COVID numbers go up, the graph of the amount of chafing happening on my body is goes down. Because the tracky pants, they are in the house and they stay on. Thank you Dude, very much. I wore the same pair of track pants this entire week, every single day, wearing them, loving them. I have fully converted. I feel like a cicada. Like when I took them off to get them washed, like it was like, oh, I'm losing my skin. <laughs> well, we are going to be chirping at you like a cicada for the next 20 minutes. So uh, strap yourself in. We've got a big, big show. Hope you're having a great day. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, we've both worked for the government. Yes, we did. One being our, you know, public role as host of the Triple J breakfast show, but also we were spies for a while employed by the government. <laughs> Don't joke about that. We were. It's true. <laughs> Undercover. What were we spying? Why would they give spies their own national breakfast show? <laughs> Hide in plain sight, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, look, Alex Dyson is obviously joking about. I read a, I know you read the a reason why I'm sensitive about this is because I read a uh, Reddit thread about how actually boring spy work would be. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's just like a lot of paperwork. There's nowhere near as many gadgets as you'd think. Did I tell you about the time I like? I was, you know, I was a single man and hooked up with someone in Canberra, and I made a joke about working for the government being a spy. And they say, "Don't you dare say that!" And I'm like. Okay, I won't talk about that anymore. (laughs) Jeanette Bond was her name. (laughs) And let's just say she has a sample of your DNA. (laughs) 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 On file. Mm. Anyway. Let's just say I have a license to disappoint. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways... The point is, I forgot what the point is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Basically, the thing is, when you work in a government, in a government job role, and this is no statement on the place that we worked at in any way, shape or form. I know people who have worked in the government. One of the most efficient places to work, Triple J. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Triple J is amazing to work at. Oily rags galore. Yeah. But there is also people, and this is a lot of government agencies, state, federal, local that take the absolute urine, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, not only do they bloody take the urine, they, 
they might have to pay for a urine feasibility study <laughs> to make sure that when they purchase the urine at inflated prices, <laughs> it's going to be up to their usual poor standards. <laughs> so, I mean, there's been a lot of backlash when the New South Wales government came out to say they're going to spend $25 million on a new flagpole. Uh, to fly the Aboriginal flag permanently on the uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge. And, I mean, I don't know where this $25 million, you know, it must have come through from a quote. Yeah. And it obviously got leaked to the media and, or you know, whoever. And suddenly, I mean, I saw an interview with Don Perrette when they were like, what do you think about this $25 million thing? He's like, well, that's just ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But honestly, this stuff must happen all the time where it does how much get would, through. How much would a poll cost? <laughs> like of the twenty-five million, how much is the the actual poll? Well, we've all gotten shonky quotes. Five hundred right? bucks. We've all got quite shonky. Well, what they say is, bucks? oh, well, it's because it's on the Harbour Bridge. It's it's an unsafe site. There's also there was also apparently a beacon, some sort of aircraft beacon that they had to move. So that was going to be. I mean, look, you could helicopter a pole in, weld it at the top, done, mate. No matter how much they justify it. No one believes for a second that it was going to actually be worth $25 million. And I, and so we asked you... Aren't they just going to take the New South Wales flag down now and just put up a... They are. They're just going to replace the New South Wales flag. And do you know what? I've been living here for 15 years, all right? I'm a Queenslander through and through, but I've been living in New South Wales for 15 years. Couldn't tell you what's on the New South Wales flag, okay? <laughs> so it's not going to be missed. All these people are all like... <laughs> Not the New South Wales flag. I don't even know what it is. I think it's it's the usual. It's got the Union Jack. It's got that one star, and then on the right hand side, it's just a photo of a night former nightclub for lease. I think that's what it's got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just boarded up shops on Parramatta Road. <laughs> yep, cool, bro. Love this city. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, nah, I do. Sydney's <laughs> But no, so look, so so they're going to replace the New South Wales flag. Fine, fair enough, good riddance, no one cares. All right, yeah, people who care, they're, you know, they're just trying to make a point of, they're just trying to be outrageous. Anyways, so we thought we decided to ask you, what is the most ridiculous government project pricing that you've you've heard? Well, it happens all the time. And like when, you're, when I was running for a politician, like I heard a few stories about these sort of things, like one of which was talking to someone in one and, who ran a business and like the roof was leaking, had to get a quote to fix the roof. And he's like, okay, yeah, that'll be about, you know, $7,000 will come in and, you know, fix this thing and do this thing and that sort of thing. But the local council owned the building. So it's like, oh, uh, we, we'll go over to you. We'll give give the quote to them. Same letterhead, same everything, $35,000 to <laughs> fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not for you. There you go. Pop it over the other side onto your desk. Just in Thank front you. of them, just... Uh... <laughs> Scribbling it out. Oh, that was that a four? It meant to be a thirty-five. Yeah, no, my bad, my bad. Um, one person said, "I know a certain highway was going to be built. Everything had the go-ahead. Then last-minute government pulled out. Cut a long story short, the problem was the contractor put in the contract that they will need to be paid if the government was to pull out last minute. The contractor was oh. awarded over six billion dollars. No, that can't be right." That absolutely cannot be right. Surely it's a It million. can be if it's submarines. I think we uh, we recently had a bit of a $5 billion bill of a no thanks from some French submarines we'd said we were going to order. I know. As, um, as someone else said, I work in state government and our branch of about 30-ish people went on a three-day off-site team building exercise. Not sure of the total cost, but everything was paid for um, to try and revamp our mission statement, <laughs> but ended up deciding that the existing one was fine. 
Alex Dyson, Belinda and I are um, getting Sophia ready for bed the other night. Oh, the old bed routine. What oh. Are you carrying on the Okine tradition of bed routines? What was yours? Oh, I don't remember mine, but uh, but no, I'm telling you, it's the bane of my existence every single day. Mine was always dad would say, teeth, toilet, bed. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much that. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty pretty uh, good routine, to be honest, but... Mm. We're getting doing all that. Suddenly, buzzer rings for the apartment. You know, I think. What's, oh, that's a bit strange. The boys around for poker a little bit early tonight. We've got to wait for the uh, <laughs> the young the youngin to nod off. Well, we've we've you know we've been we've been expecting packages. You know, as you do across the weeks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, weird to get a package at this time of night. So I uh, press you know to talk to the person, <laughs> and I say, uh, oh, "Hi, who's there?" He goes. Delivery. And I go, for who? <laughs> but then he just opens the door and comes in, right? So someone so I must have just You didn't left, press open. I didn't press open, but someone the door has been having a bit of trouble closing, so it must have been left ajar. And I was like, Oh, okay, so maybe someone else left it in, left let him in. So then he walks up, I hear him knock at the front. This is what, seven thirty at night? What's Sophia's bedtime? It'll be about, oh, yeah, yeah, she's getting ready to go. It'll be about 8 o'clock. He knocks on the door, our front door, right? Usually they leave the packages downstairs behind the, you know, inside the front main door, but he's, he's now at our front door, knocks. I say, yeah. He goes, yeah, delivery. And I go, um, just leave it at the door, please, right? So I hear him put something down and then I wait a while because I don't, you know, I don't, I'm thinking is this some, you know, trick? Mm. He's about to pull the Glock out. Start asking me for, you know, all the toys, Sophia's toys or something. We don't have much to give. <laughs> but then I wait a few minutes, open up the door, look down on the ground, chicken katsu, fried rice, and a Sprite. I was like, what? I didn't, I didn't order this. But I, I, I looked to see whether the guy's still here. He's not here. And I'm like, well, hey, I don't want this. And then I check the receipt. There's no, no, there's no details on the person or anything. Oh my god! I've heard of Nick knocking, never chick knocking. <laughs> Nick, what is Nick knocking? You you knock on the door and you nick off. <laughs> you run. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, people open chick it like <laughs> a chicken katsu. Yeah. But so then, what do you do in that situation? That is a tough one. Uh, you did you knock on the neighbors' doors and say, "I did." I did the walk down the whole corridors and everything. Um, though it said there was a name on it, right? Oh. But I was like, "That's not that name." Doesn't it was just scribbled on it, a first name. And I was like, mm-hmm. "There's no Cheryl in this building." So then I did this sort of walk up and down the corridor, being like, and I saw some one neighbor who I had not really met before, and I'm like out the front of her window, being like, "Is this your katsu?" He's like, what? Yeah, katsu. So, so then I then I just I just put it out the front of my door, and I, and, and then it was still there in the morning. So not only did no one get to eat the katsu, well, I didn't I didn't know what to do with it. 
Just left it out the front of your house. How's anyone going to know that that's where it is? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe someone, maybe a friend of a neighbor's happens to be around or they, I thought maybe they might come looking for it. Oh, I don't man. know. It is, I guess, I can, I know what's going to happen. Next week, Matt O'Kide comes in and goes, well, Alex Dyson's happened. Got rats out the front of my house. <laughs> I do have a rat. We have a rat. Well, we I had a rat. But you'd leave it katsu's lying around. <laughs> these, these rats are getting the full the full treatment. <laughs> of course they're going to invite friends. Maybe the rat ordered this it. This ain't no rubbish scraps. This, is, this <laughs> has been <laughs> crumbed and battered for their pleasure. <laughs> I Seriously, Belle and I were just sitting on our couch and then suddenly we heard a and we're like, what the heck was that? And this rat had taken a high dive off this the neighbor's retaining wall thingy and landed on our table and then hid in the garden. So I was like, well, yeah, this is all happening. Chicken ratsu. And now it's time for Matt and Alex Horoscopes. Aries. You'll walk in on someone at the public toilet in your local cafe. They were the ones that didn't lock the door, but you still feel like it's your fault. <clears throat> Taurus. You head along to the second-hand bookshop. You didn't realise so many novels were written about clocks. Gemini. You decide to buy fancy track pants. Then you go to the fancy sportswear store. They're $110. That's ridiculous. So you buy Kmart track pants and draw the tick on with some white out. Cancer. Your partner drops a cough lolly on the ground, but picks it up, citing, five second rule, it's still good. The next night, as your usual lovemaking begins, you reach completion in record time. Five second rule, still good, you ask. They frown. I'm going to stay at my sister's. Leo. Is dry July actually good for you if you just end up inhaling your body weight in Maltesers every night? Virgo. You pull out a half spoon, half fork from the cutlery drawer, but don't know what to call it. Literally, what are those things called? My dad calls it a splayed, but I don't know. Half spoon, half fork. Is it a spork? It's a spork, isn't it? It's a spork. Oh, Dad calls it a splayed. I don't... Wouldn't, I thought that would be a knife, a spoon and a blade. Yeah. It is a bit sharper on the edges. Maybe it's one of all three. <laughs> Libra. Your partner asks you to pop into the supermarket for a few things. You do. And it literally costs you $57.35. And you don't even have enough stuff to make dinner. 
Scorpio. You decide to take a holiday on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Finally a good one for someone. <laughs> Sagittarius. You're at the age now where you like watching grand designs before bed. Because apparently, seeing people have the worst three years of their life makes you sleep like a baby. Capricorn. You try to get tickets to the state of origin, but accidentally book Territory of Origin, Northern Territory versus Australian Capital Territory, aka the crocodiles versus the politicians. You start cheering for the team of slithering reptiles who are complicit in the deaths of Australians every month. And your dad barracks for the crocodiles. Ayo. <laughs> Aquarius. Everyone you know is in Bali right now. Or Greece. Or Ibiza. They're sipping spritzes while you're at home depressed because you forgot to get your SodaStream CO2 canister replaced again. You don't deserve Santorini. Why should your life sparkle when you can't even get your water to? (laughs) Pisces. You listen to Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani and get to the bit that says, This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-R-N-A-S. You sing it out loud as it is spelt. Bananas. Gwen doesn't know what she's talking about. No, I'm pretty sure it goes, this shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I thought it was B-A-N-A-N-A-R-N-A-S. No. <laughs> Hang on, let's listen no. to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bron, can you come on? Has it ever been B-A-N-A-N-A-R-N-A-S? No, it's definitely always been B-A-N-A-N-A-S because that's <laughs> where I learned to spell bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> As a kid. I'm going to listen to this song. Maybe. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Bron, is that, I bet, I bet Gwen Stefani is in your head every single time you have to spell banana. It is. (laughs) So is Fergalicious whenever I have to spell that. (laughs) When do you ever have to spell Fergalicious? (laughs) Oh no, it's glamorous. Yeah, that's right. G. Sorry. L. A. M. O-R-U-S O-U-S class Oh my god, she does say just B-A-N-A-N-A-S Okay, this is enough I've played this song so many times B-A-N-A-N-A-S How did you think it was a Sorry Hang on We're seeing something here We're seeing someone learn Oh my god I worked at a radio station. <laughs> I can safely say that Alex Dyson not knowing this the words this song is B-A-N-A-N-A-S and not Arnas. It sounds totally different. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that brings to completion the most shambolic horoscopes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Well, look, that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Please keep in touch with us on Instagram at matt.n.alex or mattandalex.com.au. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex.